Welcome to Freelance Feels, a podcast for anyone who is self-employed, freelance or thinking about it. This episode, my guest is Levison Wood, a freelance explorer and adventurer. He's also a photographer and author and runs his own production company. He shares his story from being in the armed forces to going self-employed, building up his business as a photographer through to his work walking huge distances and making documentaries about it. Levison is supporting Walking with the Wounded's Christmas campaign, Walking Home for Christmas. There are full details in the show notes and also at walkingwiththewounded.org.uk. If you enjoy this episode, please do rate and review it. And for more on Freelance Live, head to freelancefeels.com or at freelance underscore feels on social media. And now let's talk about being a freelance adventurer. Welcome to Freelance Feels, a podcast for anyone who is self-employed, freelance or thinking about it. Today, my guest is Levison Wood. Levison, welcome. I think this is going to be quite an unusual one for people because your freelance, as it were, isn't perhaps something people might see as as an obvious one. But would you like to introduce yourself and tell people what it is you do for a living? What is your your job, as it were? (laughs) Well, thanks for having me on. Um, I am an author, photographer, filmmaker and explorer. So quite a few hats to wear mm-hmm. in my freelance uh, career. But yeah, <laughs> quite a few things. And do you, do you consider yourself, are you officially self-employed, as it were? Do you, do you say you're freelance? How does that um, play out I for do. you? I, I'm certainly freelance in the sense that I um, I don't have a boss. Mm, excellent. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of, uh, I, I, I split my time between these various creative outlets mm. Um you know, writing. Uh, the photography is more of a hobby, but I, I call myself a freelance photographer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not with a particular agency or anything like that. And um, in, in terms of the filmmaking, yeah, I run my own production company. So, yeah. Brilliant. And do you think, because the idea of being a freelance explorer, I think sort of, you know, that's, it, it almost sounds a little bit like a, a character that someone would create. It's kind of like, <laughs> oh, the freelance explorer, um, obviously it, it floated my boat as a freelancer to talk about that as well and that idea that I guess you pivoted as well didn't you you were in the armed forces um, right. and so this hasn't but was this always something you imagined you might do were you sort of yeah this was up always... thinking, I want to explore I want to see the world yeah I want to do. yeah it was the um the I suppose the army really was uh was a was more of a stepping stone to get to where I am now and it was mm. always a plan um albeit a bit of a lofty one as a kid to do want to be an explorer but uh yeah I, I knew I wanted to join the army from quite a young age but uh, you know I did my time I did five years in the paras um mm-hmm. so in Afghanistan and lots of other places around the world um and when I left that's when I really started my freelance career I suppose uh by just taking any old gig that came along and it was <laughs> it was an interesting time you know because I always wanted to travel Mm. um it's, it's finding the right balance between paying the bills and uh, uh and and doing you know following your dreams and so mm. I started off doing bits of freelance writing I was writing for guidebooks like Lonely Planet and things like that and mm-hmm. doing, doing the odd travel piece for newspapers and so on um I was doing freelance photography I started off doing uh weddings and babies did you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <I> did. <laughs> yeah and then um built up a bit of a portfolio and started using portraits and then local travel I put a few photographs into local competitions in my hometown and uh won a couple and that gave me the confidence to do more and more and and so it all really started from from there and then 
I, I was doing freelance guiding as, a, as an expedition guide. Okay. And I, I really struggled with the term explorer for, for many years because I thought it's just it's a bit of a weird, silly, old-fashioned term it, with connotations of pith helmets and uh, colonialism. But but really, it's, um, it became uh, something that I, I just come to accept because that's what everyone was calling me after, after about three or four years of being a guide and being an expedition leader and traveling the world. Um, so, yeah, I was just very lucky to bring together a lot of my hobbies and passions and, and turn it into a career. That's amazing. I love, I love the... Um the idea of the balance between paying the bills and following your dreams, because that, that really, that's really something that really resonates as a freelancer, because we have this amazing capability to literally get up and say, Oh, I might do something different today. Or yes, I might try and do this or the other or or launch something new. But at the same time, there's always that little sort of thing beside you going, what about the bills, especially at the moment, I guess, with the cost of living and winter. Yeah. There's that huge. it's, it's, It's tough. You know, when I started out, um, you know, I'd left the army with, next to no cash and uh but i knew that i didn't i wanted to take those risks i wanted to uh give my dream job the best chance and i knew that the only way to do that was to essentially you know just take whatever opportunities came along and, and that meant a lot of a lot of sacrifices mm-hmm. um luckily i was young enough and daft enough to uh to take a lot of risks you know in my late 20s so um but I also forego a lot, you know, a lot of my mates were driving around in sports cars and earning loads of cash working mm. in banks and stuff. And I was, you know, sleeping on mates' floors for, for three years. You know, I was basically, really? you know, my, and, uh, you know, what that meant was I, whatever money I did earn from my, you know, slim pickings of uh, of, of opportunities meant that I could spend on travel. And, and that gave me the uh, a portfolio of work in terms of photography and writing that enabled me to do what I'm doing now. Yeah. Brilliant, because you've done, we're talking today because you're working with a charity, Walking with the Wounded, with their Walking Home for Christmas campaign, and walking is a huge part of your adventuring, isn't it? I mean, you've walked the Nile. Um, t- tell people about your walking, and then obviously how that ties in with with the charity sure. and what the charity are doing, and, and walking, we'll talk about walking for mental health as well, which is a biggie mm. here at Freelance. Well, walking's always been a part of what I've done, I suppose, you know, even before I joined the army, I was always traipsing off in various places i did you know as a kid i did things like my duke of edinburgh's award and walked across yeah. the peak districts in wales and scotland and then it was just an extension of that i did a lot of backpacking trips in my teenage years and early 20s and then in the army you know that's especially in the paras where you you parachute in and then you, do, then you walk and mm. sort of expeditions in the military um so really what i'm doing now is is an extension of that in many ways and um there's something very relatable about walking i think you know we're what human beings have evolved to do and what humans have been doing since we first walked out of africa all those hundreds of thousands of years ago and so it's very natural and, uh, and the, the kind of long journeys that i do you know started the first televised one that i did was walking the nile back in 2013-14 that was nine months of walking that was uh four and a half thousand miles um which just a lot of people seem to be able to relate to for some reason and uh it was a success on channel four and as a result they said right where are you walking next so ever since then you know almost almost a decade now i've just been walking around the world in different continents and um filming it writing books about it and Mm. uh yeah it, it does seem to be something that people can associate with and relate to yeah, very much so. And it's it's funny because I imagine, would you say there? It's not too cheesy to say there are parallels between 
walking and often solo like that or often you'll go just with one guide won't you so that you'll be you and one other one other person so you, you yeah. put with your co-worker for the expedition and you really have to hope you get along I guess but yeah. uh you've probably got a lot in common with someone who you're doing a, a long walk like that with an expedition but is would you see parallels between the isolation sometimes I guess and the commitment of walking and self-employed life is that something that that feels like yeah. for you I think so. I think I think self-employed life inherently is, is you know, can be quite a lonely uh, venture mm. um, and you have to find creative ways to to deal with that. And, and the, the, way, the thing that I've done is build teams, you know, wherever mm. I've gone, you know, I have, like you mentioned, you know, walking companions or um, for me, you know, sometimes I have a film crew that will come meet me along the way and film bits. And uh, I've built my own production company, which means that, you know, I, I w- only work with people I like you know mm-hmm. and, and that's great oh, and, and yeah. when you walk a similar thing happens you know like you said you don't want to be stuck with somebody you don't like for weeks or months on end so mm. pick your people wisely so I think there's a lot of parallels between setting off on a journey and that journey can be a physical journey walking or it can be a an entrepreneurial journey as a freelancer yeah. but I think the beauty of it a freelance work is that you do get to pick and choose what jobs you do you do get to pick and choose who you work with and the, mm. the people that you hang around with that you wouldn't if you were just stuck in an office with people that you didn't choose to be there with yeah oh I totally agree it's just, it's a real double-edged sword isn't it because yeah sometimes there's the lonely days but other times I think oh thank goodness I don't work for that that boss or sometimes you end up with loads of other bosses because you've got five clients but you know yeah. so there's that juggle as well isn't there and in terms of walking with the wounded there's a statistic there that less than one in three adults say that they walk in winter and I was really mm. shocked by that I guess because I go walking because I have dogs so I have no choice um, yeah. rain or shine I have to get the dogs outside but tell us about sort of the, the that stat and, and walking for mental health and then how walking for the wounded comes into that as well sure so I think um you know walking is very beneficial not not just walking just being outside generally and mm. you know someone with dogs you know you, I'm sure uh, when I had a dog it was brilliant because you you are forced to go outside whether you like yeah. it or not but, uh, <laughs> something amazing about that and, and I think we're all we can all be guilty of being slightly lazy sometimes or if it's a bit rainy or a bit cold we don't want to go outside but you know there's a, there's a lot of science to back up the, the benefits of just being in nature and uh, being outside and mm. being in, exposed to the elements so that's something I always encourage. And um, it is quite shocking when you read stats like that, that people just don't go outside just because it's raining. I think it's really important. And that's something we've, I think, a huge change we've seen is people get a bit wrapped up in comfort, don't they? And uh, mm. it's a shame because I think people do need a bit of a, you need to face a bit of struggle in, in your life. I don't, you know, I know people are struggling with, with the cost of living and mm. um, energy bills and so on. But I mean, a physical challenge, you know, it's very, very helpful for your mental health. So, I think it's important to go and go and push yourself, go and challenge yourself where you can uh, and just get outside because it's very, very helpful. And, th- and that's why I'm supporting this charity and mm. Walking Wounded and particularly the Walking Over Christmas initiative, because it encourages people to to do exactly that. Um, you don't need to go and walk the length of the Nile or go to the ends of the <laughs> earth. To do... I was going to say, do we have to go on a huge expedition yeah. or can it be yeah. a local walk? Or in, your own, in your own neighborhood, in your own neighbourhood, in your backyard, yeah. I think, I think it's a lot of it's just about community it's like going for a walk with some of your friends and uh, enjoying that time away from technology in the great outdoors you know just walk along the river or or walk to your local woods you know I think there's mm. something very, very good in that yeah has it been something that you would say 
has it kept you sane in a way sort of the walking element of your work do you feel like you could be self-employed in the way you are without knowing you can go for walks I know you go for very long walks but you obviously probably go for quite short everyday walks as well you're not always on an expedition is my point I suppose yeah no I think I think um it's definitely been something that I found has been very helpful for me personally because um it's it it reconnects me with nature and I just love the opportunity to go and uh, get out of the city and spend a bit of time you know get a bit get a bit cold and wet it's Mm. it's very 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 good good for you in that and um you know my work my my walk sorry have have enabled me to go meet people I wouldn't have otherwise met Mm. um and uh and and something about walking that I found particularly on overseas and uh, in places where often there are no proper roads or people don't always have cars Mm. it's just how people get around and so when you do that you expose yourself to the same method of getting around as the local people you get treated less as a tourist less as a foreigner and more as a fellow human being and mm. into people's homes and you get and that's where the magic happens you meet meet people you, there's, you don't have a, there's no option to walk or there's no option to run away or ignore people if somebody's talking to you talk you, you engage in conversations and i think and i've had you know i've made lots of lifelong friends as a result mm. Has it been good for business walking? I guess it has because your business involves walking. But would you say it's <laughs> brought business? Can I mean, I've met people locally who've turned into friends who I'm now potentially going to work with for my business. Mm. So it's kind of like, yeah, you make a connection and sometimes it Definitely. can lead to something for your work. Have you experienced that as well? Plenty of times. Yeah, I've met, met people on, on my travels. Um, plenty of times on foot where, yeah, I'm in touch with now and it's, it's, it's a conversation starter and it's, been the genesis of lots of good ideas these walks usually it's i when i'm walking i'm sometimes thinking about where i'm going to walk next and that's been you know that's the germ that that's grown into a, a new project so there's lots of reasons to to get out there and take yourself out of your comfort zone and go for a walk brilliant and do you have a favorite walk in the world well, what about that i mean <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't have to be a big one but like a big... The world. yeah um I mean, even even just uh, you know where I live in in Southwest London, you know, the, the, I just quite enjoy walking around Battersea Park. Yeah. You know, or, or if I go back home to see my parents, I'll walk to the, in the Peak District. Mm. So, it, you know, like I say, I think there's a lot of amazing places very close to home that you can enjoy. Yeah, very much. And no, I wondered. I wondered if you might say the peaks or the lakes or something like yeah. that, because obviously, yeah, that's kind of you'd mentioned it before. But yeah, sometimes it is just about going out of your front door, isn't it? People sometimes say, "Well, where shall I walk?" And I say, "Well, go out, turn left or right, and walk for a certain amount of time, and then turn mm. around and come back." Absolutely. Um, which you can do anywhere, really. It doesn't have to be like yeah. you said. It doesn't have to be, you know, some giant sprawling landscape. It can be. Yeah. The street outside the house can't it it's about yeah, getting out and, yeah no, there's lots of walks I'd, I'd love to do I haven't got around to doing yet so um yeah my walking career is not over yet good what, what's what's the what what's one of the ones you'd like to still do um I'd, I'd actually like to do the um Santiago de Compostela walk one day I mean that's about eight weeks isn't it but I'd love to do that I'm surprised you haven't done that no I know I just have I've sort of focused more on further afield places mm. but walks to be done in Europe and you know yeah. the is it the, the GR20 is it in Corsica I'd like to do that oh I haven't heard of that one I was thinking coast to coast as well that's on my yeah yeah list yeah brilliant well I know I'm aware of time so we'll wrap up but I'd love it if you could um 
remind us about the charity and, and sort of what people can do if they want to get involved and obviously anything else you'd like to share if you want to share sort of where people can find you if they want to follow you on social for example but tell us everywhere where they can find out more about the charity and all of your work as well yeah so um the charity you know walking with the wounded something very close to my heart a veterans charity that encourages um veterans to have a successful transition to uh, civilian life um, and particularly those who are struggling with with physical injuries or, or mental scars from their service um, and um, you know they've done some great big expeditions in the past but the walking home for Christmas initiative um, which is running throughout December mm-hmm. encourages people to go for a walk doesn't matter whether it's long or far uh, it could be just you know walking home from your workplace or there's one one amazing guy called Andy who's walking from London to Manchester in five days. Oh um, wow! Yeah, he's he's doing cenotaph to cenotaph, isn't it? I think. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so there's lots of inspiring stories, but I think it's just an opportunity for people to get together. You know, might be old friends or or go and meet somebody new, but anyone can join in and and raise some cash for an amazing cause. Um, and and I'll certainly be taking part as well at some point in December. I'm going to be here for a walk somewhere, so watch this space. Um, and yeah, you can you can sort of follow follow me online on Instagram or Twitter and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, brilliant. What's what's the handle where people can find you if they want to follow? Probably on Instagram is probably the best thing. Um, Levisonwood uh, sorry Levison on Instagram. Um, and the walking with the wounded, uh, walking with the walking over Christmas, um, anglers is simply walkingoverchristmas.com. Brilliant, walkingoverchristmas.com. Lovely. Well, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat and um, look forward to seeing where you go next on your, no, thank your you, Jenny, walk. Jenny. Thank you. <laughs> Bye.